Warning, this episode contains a lot of F-words. dumpster fire careening down a mountain and off a cliff but here we are finally at the precipice of either a referendum against the current direction or an explicit endorsement of whatever the fuck we've been doing for the last four years so let's get into it The chances of us having the election results by midnight tonight are extremely low. We might have an idea of where the electoral votes are headed by midnight, but that's about it. Counting of ballots is going to take more time this year because of coronavirus precautions at counting facilities. And coupled with the fact that we've already seen a record turnout across the country prior to today, expect to see some delays. But the president said he'll start to immediately file lawsuits against states if their final results aren't in by midnight. Which is absurd, given the fact that America has never known the total vote counts on Election Day. Never. What we've historically known on Election Day is the projected totals, not the official final count. In every election for both general and midterm elections, votes continue to come in weeks after voting day. Absentee ballots from U.S. military personnel stationed across the fucking planet are always counted late. Fact is, no, elections are not required to be certified on election day. So for the president to suggest that the totals need to be in by midnight is just fucking stupid. But he'll be in court about it for months after the election, backing up our judicial system with frivolous lawsuits. And remember, if Trump loses, the president is still the president until noon on January 20th, 2021. If he fucking loses. It's very possible that we won't know the full results for days, potentially weeks, after polls close today. If it's close, that especially holds true. That is, unless it's a landslide one way or the other. But here's some things to watch for today and for the rest of the week. The president has repeatedly called on his supporters to act as poll watchers to watch for fraud, which is fucking insane because his supporters wouldn't know what voter fraud looked like if it smacked them directly in the mouth. But also because this is clearly voter intimidation. States have laws in place to prevent this sort of thing for a reason. It used to be back when people used to regularly intimidate fellow voters black voters especially, into voting a certain way or to not vote at all, that people would literally threaten physical violence unless they showed them their ballot to confirm that they voted the right way. Yeah, what Trump is calling for sounds like a frightening callback to what white supremacists really wish they could have again. 
to literally subvert the democratic process through threats of violence. You can't exactly fault anyone for drawing the similarities there. It's not that alarmist considering we have a president who just a few weeks ago told a violent Trump-aligned street gang to stand back and stand by, coupled with his calls on his supporters to illegally act as poll watchers to intimidate people both out of voting at all and also as they're standing in line and standing in a fucking voting booth. Yeah, Trump's words and rhetoric in and of themselves are a threat to our fucking democracy. What the president's doing and telling his supporters to do is unprecedented in its potential impact on our democracy. This level of scaremongering and riling up of his base to do what amounts to election interference is fucking crazy. At one of his last-ditch super-spreader campaign rallies last night, he told a crowd of Pennsylvanians that, quote, a lot of bad things can happen on the streets after talking shit about Pennsylvania deciding to allow just a little more time to count mail-in ballots. The president is shrugging at potential violence and is actively encouraging it rather than condemning it. This isn't new. We've already known that he does this. He does it all the time. He's been doing it for a while, but he somehow got even more explicit as election day closed in. Decapitated deer heads were left near Biden, Harris, and Black Lives Matter signs in the front lawns of two homes in Oregon yesterday, which reminded me of a family member who had a live rattlesnake put in their mailbox in 2016 which, if proven, is attempted murder. It's also a fucking death threat. It's voter intimidation. Point is, Trump has been inciting his most fervent supporters ever since he landed on the political scene. He's a dangerous man who incites dangerous people. And it's only gotten worse. So I cannot stress enough the importance that this guy has to go. It doesn't matter who the fuck comes after him. It could be a dead pigeon. It doesn't matter. It needs to be something else. There is a legitimate fear that today and the coming weeks will be mired in sporadic violence no matter what the outcome of the election. But not an all-out civil war. Reasonable experts believe isolated terroristic events are way more likely than an actual war with armed factions exchanging gunfire. So please, dial back your civil war clamoring. It's fucking crazy. But I guess leave it to Trump supporters to self-fulfill their own fucking prophecies. And that's really the concern here. The civil war clamoring that people are just talking about constantly. You know, civil wars happen. They happen all around the world. America's very unique. I think it's special in the fact that I don't think logistically it's even fucking possible. It might be possible out in the rural areas of this country, but, I mean, how in the fuck is it going to happen in a city? No. And this country is fucking massive. It's huge. So, yes, there is stark divisions in this country. People are very hateful. More so now than ever before. I think I have a guy that I can pin the reason for that on. But the fact is is that isolated terroristic events are way more likely than an actual civil war. But I guess the only way to prevent the ship from steering right into a fucking iceberg is to notice the iceberg. So, another thing is that QAnon backers were behind the pro-Trump caravans that were blocking roads 
and disrupting the election. Yes, disrupting the election. They were intimidating people. There's not a fucking chance in fuck that what they were doing was in good faith. I personally witnessed one of these caravans on an interstate highway on Sunday. There had to have been at least a hundred vehicles in this caravan, which makes sense given the state that I'm in. But the caravan was blocking traffic. There was a traffic jam. And I finally realized what the fuck was causing the jam when I got to the front of the line. One of these idiots in this fucking caravan caused a four-car pileup on an interstate highway. Because of course they did. But aside from the complete and utter hypocrisy, like the transparent, utter hypocrisy of Trump supporters blocking roadways, an interstate highway specifically, yeah, I don't know if you remember, not too long ago, people were bitching constantly about BLM protesters, Black Lives Matter, blocking roadways. But I guess this is okay. Yeah, and I don't know if you noticed, but nobody on the left was saying that we should just run them over or run them off the road or fucking murder them. Jesus Christ. I mean, the contrast between the two major political factions in this country is so fucking stark, I, I can't even begin to fucking explain it because it's so obvious. Yeah, anyway, aside from the hypocrisy, QAnon was behind the caravans. Surprise! Bunch of conspiracy theorists with batshit insane ideas about the world and how it actually works was behind the caravans. They created Facebook events that all these fucking idiots just clicked on and then joined. And then actually did. So, <laughs> one convoy drove through Marin City, California. And they drove through the only part of Marin County where white residents are in the minority. And guess what they did? They shouted racial epithets at children. These people cruised through a polling station in a predominantly black neighborhood, provoking an altercation with residents. Physical violence. Voter intimidation. I just watched a video on Twitter of a woman who was being surrounded by a bunch of these cars in these Trump caravans. And you know it's a Trump caravan because there's fucking Trump paraphernalia all over their cars. They surrounded her in a parking lot, closed her in in her vehicle, and then got out of their cars, some of them without masks, and yelled at her to come on and get some already, or whatever the fuck they were saying. That is until the cops showed up and thankfully fucking defused it. One of these caravans followed a Biden-Harris bus down the fucking interstate highway and... I, I, I don't know. I, I guess just wanted to have their Trump flags waving alongside the Biden-Harris bus. I mean, what it is is clear, evident voter intimidation. This shit's never happened before. Never in a million fucking years would this have ever happened if Trump was never elected in 2016. Thanks, America. And no, I'm not just blaming Trump supporters. I'm blaming the fucking liberals in this country who are complacent and also stupid. They're misinformed and they don't know what people are really suffering about. They're misinformed, just like the right is, and they don't know what the fuck people really need. What people really need, they're suffering. A lot of people in this country are suffering. The wealthiest country in the world, 
the wealthiest, most rich country that has ever existed on this planet, and it can't take care of its own people. That's why people are frustrated, and that crosses political spectrums, the right and the left. They suffer. And they notice that Democrats also haven't done anything for them. Many of them voted for Trump. We know now that Trump is not the solution. I mean, fucking no shit. So get your fucking asses in gear and get to a fucking voting booth. The direction that we're in right now is not the right direction. So change it. That is, unless you're okay with the direction that we're headed, which is just fucking mind-boggling to me. But okay. And just to round off this point, Donald Trump is responsible for all of this. He's responsible for all the violence, for all the violence that you're going to see today that is probably happening as I'm recording this and that will happen throughout the week and or maybe even months down the road. I mean, who the fuck else is responsible for this? Who? Joe Biden? <laughs> no way in fuck is he responsible for any of this. He's repeatedly called for people to stop being violent and to not do crazy shit, the exact opposite of what Donald Trump has been doing for the last four years and especially right now. So no, it's not Joe. It's not the fucking Democrats. There is only one person responsible for this. And if you want it to continue, then I guess don't vote or vote for Trump. He's already said that he wants to consolidate power. He's going to fire the heads of the CIA and other intelligence agencies to consolidate power, to further consolidate it. He wants to do that if he wins this election. How much more authoritarian can you possibly get? I guess we'll find out if he wins. And I forgot to mention this. Back in September, a caravan, a MAGA caravan in North Carolina, participants screamed white power and go back home, cunt, at Megan Squire, a computer science professor who researches far-right extremism. I mean, how anybody could want this kind of shit to continue is just bewildering to me. So... What we need to do right now is to get everybody who hasn't voted into a voting booth right now, today. I'm uploading this as fast as I can. I had to get shit done, and here it is. So please, 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 please vote. All right, that was episode 11. Please, go vote. I don't know what the fuck you people are doing. Go vote. What are you doing? Vote. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. 